0: whatever your goals may be. Listening to She Said, She Said podcast is a smart, efficient investment you can make in you. I'm really glad you're here and I'm excited we're on this journey together. Hey friend, welcome to the podcast. This week, I struggled a bit, and I really debated whether or not to share this topic with you. But as I thought about it, I think that what I experienced is such a common thing that it's really worth sharing what I went through along with how not to let this same thing get you down. Here's what happened. A couple of weeks ago, I found myself starting to feel those pangs of self-doubt. Now, not the normal, everyday garden variety, yes, we all have that, but rather the deeper, darker variety. Now, I know many of you feel these as well, so you know what I'm talking about. But then it got worse. I found myself triggered further by comparison to another person. You know, when you fixate on someone else and you start comparing yourself to them, are you as, you know, fill in the blank, as young, as talented, as successful, as this, as that, as whatever? doesn't really matter what it is. (laughs) Okay, I'm not proud of this at all. And then, of course, the self-doubt that tends to accompany this tendency is often really negative, maybe even a little mean. Mine often is. It is a terrible, terrible feeling because in addition to feeling like crap, you also tend to feel guilty about making those comparisons in the first place. You know it's a dumb thing to do, but you do it anyway, and it's like this double whammy. I find this tendency does tend to hit me at times when I'm having some deeper level of self-doubt. Maybe I've gotten some negative feedback or someone's made a comment that's hit me wrong. It doesn't necessarily have to make sense or to even be logical. A lot of people who find themselves feeling this blame social media. But the reality is our collective tendency to self-compare has existed long before social media. In fact, all the way back to the 1950s, Leon Fessinger, formulated something called social comparison theory. It's basically where we evaluate our own worth by comparing ourselves to others. And if you're anywhere near my age, you didn't actually have social media when you were growing up, but you sure as heck know how it feels to compare yourself to someone else. Social media can certainly contribute, but only if we allow it to. And if it didn't exist, we'd still be doing this to ourselves to one degree or another. But I digress. So it's important to have some tools to help us pull ourselves back out of this cycle and to remind ourselves that we have more control over this tendency than it may feel like in the moment. So here's what I did. I gave myself a good hard talking to, and I sat back and thought about, the best ways to break the cycle, the tips that I've used in the past that have worked, and also a few that I've learned more recently, including from my conversation with the amazing Dr. Samantha Boardman in our conversation in episode 167. I do find myself going back to that episode with her and to her terrific book, which is entitled Everyday Vitality both have incredibly helpful, realistic perspective that I think the world and all of us needs more of. If you missed that chat, please be sure and go back and listen because it's really, really great. And I'll include a link uh, in the show notes to this episode. But today, now that I've pulled myself back up I'm going to share my list of the things that work for me in the hopes that they'll work for you too. If this is something that you do to yourself, these are simple but effective ways to break out of this tendency if and when you find yourself there. Number one, remember that you are in the driver's seat of your emotions, you have the ability to control your thoughts. If the voice inside your head has completely run amok with self-criticism and she's using that external person that you're pointing to as her mirror of choice, stop her. Give that nasty voice inside your head a name. Tell her you know that she's scared and she feels unsure, but that she needs to be quiet. Just taking a moment to acknowledge what's happening in your own head can be really important to regaining control over your thoughts. But it's also important to be nice to her, to you, to that voice inside your head. Tell her that you hear her, but that her criticism isn't constructive and it won't help you propel forward and it won't make you feel better. By acknowledging the feeling, you're actually validating it. But you're giving it a place basically you're putting it in the passenger seat or maybe in the back seat so that you can retake the wheel number two focus on gratitude this is probably my favorite of all of these tips if you don't do this already start by making a list each day of just a few things that you're grateful for now this does not need to be war and peace written in your journal just jot down a few things for example here's my list for today i was grateful for the beautiful sunrise it was it was a gorgeous pink and orange out of my library window this morning my coffee always so grateful for that my children and joel The fact that we've been able to reschedule Ben's bar mitzvah in a few weeks and we have all of our family coming. The fact that I'm grateful for you for listening and for the fact that we're celebrating our fourth anniversary here at She Said, She Said podcast this week. And the fact that I get to do this challenging, inspiring work. Your list doesn't have to be super long. It doesn't even have to be that many things. Just make a list. It can be three things, just something that helps you refocus and recenter on what you're grateful for. Number three, engage your curiosity. Rather than looking at that person as competition, that person that you're comparing yourself to, engage your curiosity and look at what you can learn from her. If it's someone who's accessible to you, maybe someone who's already in your network, can you develop a relationship with her and get her to teach you a few things in exchange for some things that you know that she may not? Maybe you can forge a relationship or a collaboration with her, which most likely will result in you realizing that she suffers the same kind of self-doubts and tendency to compare as you do. Chances are also that there is a lot of blood, sweat, and tears on the floor, not to mention self-doubt that you don't see on the surface. She might be willing to show you if you ask. Now, I'm not suggesting mimicry here, but instead, looking for how you can improve what you're doing by engaging your curiosity It's often the best way to turn a difficult situation around, not just as it relates to comparisons, but also when you're trying to make the best of a difficult situation. It's that concept of a growth mindset and learning to shift our thinking away from the negative and onto how we can make this situation better. What can we learn that we can use next time? My fourth tip. Keep a running list of your own accomplishments and be sure to refer to them regularly. Keep that list updated. Just reminding yourself of what you've done and the progress that you've made can be a great way to give yourself that extra little positive boost. Another similar suggestion is to make a strengths list essentially a list of things that you do that are unique to you or things that you do particularly well things that you're particularly proud of that you can do maybe you can make this a combined list a combined strengths list slash running accomplishments list again whatever works for you number five keep an at a girl file on your phone or on your computer girls are those little notes and messages including the positive ones sent to you on social media potentially that you get when someone tells you that you've had a positive impact on them that what you're doing is important and it matters number six make space get centered and pay attention don't overlook those little cues that the universe may be sending to you when you get still and you listen and you're able to quiet that voice inside your head you need to get centered and make some space i talk about making space in episode 180 but you need that to allow for reflection as you do this pull out that running list of accomplishments and pull out that add girl file And list a few things that you're grateful for in your journal or on a Google sheet. But you have to have space in order to be able to do this. Also, take stock of maybe a particular habit that's causing your self-doubt to spiral in this moment. Maybe your house is particularly messy and cluttered. Maybe you're drinking a little more than you should during the week. Maybe you're eating too much junk food or you're not exercising enough or maybe not taking good enough care of yourself. Just take a few minutes and reflect on what's going on around you. Try to really cue in on what's making you feel bad. And then spend a few minutes on your running list of accomplishments and those atta girls and reflect on all of that. My final tip, number seven, share some positive vibes. Go against what may in the moment feel very unnatural and send a few positive unsolicited messages or notes to people who may really need your encouragement. You can do this on social media. You can do this via email, via handwritten note, which is always appreciated, whatever. It really doesn't matter. But remind her, remind that other person, to also save your note for her own Attagirl file. A funny thing happened as I was pulling myself out of the little emotional ditch that I had dug for myself. When I pulled back and I prayed about it a bit as well and I gave myself some space, the universe started to send me more of the positive vibes that I needed. I got incredible messages, including from several of the new connections that I had made at the Southern Cootery. I've talked about our collaboration with the Southern Cootery, and I hope you're enjoying the conversations in this series as much as I am. Please be sure to follow both of us on Instagram. You'll find me at Laura Cox Kaplan and the Southern Sea at the Southern Sea. But it really was a great example of the importance of what happens when we make sit base and we make time to reflect and really think about what's most important and what we're grateful for. I used this list of seven seven things and it made a big, big difference to me. And it's why I felt compelled to share it with you as well. I hope, friend, that you find these tips useful. They do work for me, and while they may not stop me from falling into the rabbit hole of self-doubt or comparison, they most definitely help me pull myself right back out a whole lot quicker. I would also love to hear any additional tips that you use so that I can add them to my list. So be sure to share them with me on social media or send me a message via the contact link on our website at she she said shesadshesadpodcast.com. And remember, as Dr. Samantha Boardman says, comparison steals joy, but only if we let it. And as a quick aside, if you have kids, especially teen girls, this list that I've shared today can be a great addition to her emotional toolkit as well teaching our next generation how to deal with these feelings is a far better path than playing whack-a-mole with whatever catalysts exist in a particular time the problem acutely illustrated on TikTok today may be something completely different tomorrow friend next week i'll be welcoming talented innovative jewelry designer Mignon gavigan who will be the next in our collaboration series with the Southern Sea, you will love her. Not only her incredible down-to-earth style and perspective, but also hearing the inspiring story behind how the scarf necklace came to be the central piece in her company. Be sure to follow She Said, She Said podcast or subscribe depending upon where you're listening to us from. uh, So you won't miss a minute of that. Friend, I am so grateful to celebrate four whole years, yay, this week of She Said, She Said podcast with you. I hope you continue to find this investment of your time worthwhile. I am super, super grateful that you're here. Thanks again for listening. Take care, and I'll talk to you again next week. She Said, She Said podcast is a production of She Said, She Said Media.